Okay, so welcome to a new episode of our MBSE podcast. And this time we are not only talking about SysML, um, although there are currently interesting SysML v2 times, or an MBSE tool, or a methodology, and so forth. Um, this time it's a completely different topic. It's about exchange between experts and uh, community, uh, which is also an important building block in MBSE. So there are conferences and workshops such as the INCOSI uh, International Symposium, the INCOSI IW, the EMEA workshop, uh, the Nordic Systems Engineering Tour, of course, etc., etc. And there are also online communities on LinkedIn, for example. But no community I know um, of is as active as the Systems Engineering Professionals on Discord which our guest, Jolt Sandor, runs. And Jolt, please introduce yourself. Hello, uh, thank you for having me here. My name is Jolt Sandor. I'm from Budapest, Hungary. And uh, I am... Um, so my education background is uh, computer engineering and uh, I have a master's in uh, distributed systems. I um, have a long career in um, software engineering and in the last three years I moved to systems engineering. I started doing systems engineering for a company called Netlook and we are working uh, in uh, digital certificates industry and we are using uh, systems engineering for developing a microservice based solution. Uh, so that's that's what we are actually doing. I am also a community manager for PACT, uh, and uh, PACT is a uh, publishing company which uh, is um, basically supporting us uh, in having this uh, server and having this community. Yeah, welcome, Joel, uh, also from my side. So very nice to have you here. And uh, as Tim said, uh, it, it's amazing what this community does the the systems engineering professionals community can you tell us a little bit more about it what what is it and how does it work we will talk about that in the next minutes but in general uh, what what's this what's this community so basically this is a community of uh, systems engineers some some of us some of the, some of the members are just beginners who just started their careers and we have also members who have like decades of experience. Uh, the community is using Discord as a platform and it was actually founded by uh, by uh, Danim Pinto who is a senior product manager at Pact. Uh, so we talked about a little bit earlier that Pact is a publishing company and uh, the whole story started very interestingly. So when um, you know I was working as a systems engineer, systems engineer for a couple of years, or so and uh, there was another community which is on Reddit, and I also started you know like asking questions, answering some questions others have, and he reached to me to uh, create this this community. Basically, he saw that you know I am very active there as well. And they come up with this idea, what if we use Discord uh, to build a community which is helping them as well to bring uh, systems engineers and the 
and the uh, publishing industry, especially them, uh, closer. So they can have like reviews and um, various feedbacks from the books. They are either creating or would like to create for the community so that we have much more and deeper knowledge. And so this is basically how it started, mm -hmm. uh, I think, a year ago. Yeah, okay. I find I recently found out that I am a Pact customer, so I bought this book by John Old, which is published by Pact. Yeah, so wasn't aware of that before before we met. Yeah, <laughs> and John was in one of our episodes. Um, Correct, one year ago. So it's uh, yeah, you can link that here <laughs> later on. Uh, yeah. So, but why did you choose Discord? Because but you said you were already active on Reddit. Uh, I assume in the system community there, there's also one there, if I remember correctly. Uh, so why did you choose Discord? And uh, I know Discord mainly as a, for, for gamers. So my son uses Discord <laughs> a lot. Yeah, so I'm also a gamer. Uh, I also know Discord from there. Uh, mm -hmm. So for the ones who don't know what Discord is, Discord is basically uh, uh, voice, video, and text channel app for a solution uh, that mostly gamers use to build a community that they can talk to each other in a, a fast-paced way. Uh, so the reason uh, I I choose or we choose uh, Discord uh, because it's free to use. Uh, mm -hmm. There is already a, a huge community behind Discord. It's free to use. It's easy to use. It's easy to improve. They have a kind of leveling system. So the more people you have, uh, you have some additional features. So the way you build, the, the, the more the community becomes, the more um, additional things you can have. So it's like good for them, it's good for us, it's good for everything or everyone, basically. Okay, so that means it's, it's a communication platform. So what can you do in particular? Okay, so you can, the way, it works. So when you start a Discord server, because uh, they are providing um, a capability, just so we are talking about systems engineering, providing you a capability to create community. And the way you can do that is that you can create a server and you can give a name a set. You, you can name your server and you can, you know, uh, Install. So you have your own server, yeah. So but that's quite different, huh? in, in Reddit or LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I I don't care about the server, <laughs> so it's it's there somewhere. But here in Discord, I, I create my own server. So and, and my it's at home or where, where is my server? <laughs> uh, they they are actually running the servers. So like ah, in okay. the cloud, <laughs> someone else's computer, so it is running in the cloud. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so when you have a server, you can create channels and channels are like, uh, I wouldn't say topic because topic is used for another thing. So channel is something that you can join uh, as a user and then you can start writing messages and everyone who is on that channel will see the messages that you are sending to each other. So it's like very similar to the probably the older ones, no IRTS or um, inter internet relay chat was mm -hmm. a thing in um, early 2000s. It's like very similar to that. Uh, still, it's it's a little bit different because it's more modern. You can send images, you can you can send emotions or these emojis. Uh, so it's like more. Uh, you can send links. 
Um, so it's, uh, it, it, it provides more feature or capability. You can also uh, chat directly with other people. So even the people who are not on the server. So if you make a connection with, some, with someone who is on, on a server, then you can go and take some communication privately. So this is something also you can use. They also provide uh, speech channels. So a channel that you can join and then uh, with voice or even you can share your screen. Mm -hmm. So you can talk to each other as a group. Of course, like gamers like it, uh, you know, when they are playing a game and they are in teams, uh, they create uh, channels for those teams and then, you know, those teams are speaking to each other. Uh, for, for, uh, for our server, uh, we are using it for, uh, you know, like uh, when having um, a kind of event and then we can use this feature or capability if we are, again, speaking systems engineering. Mm -hmm. So you use this, the speech channels also in the community? Yeah, we used it a, a couple of times, mm -hmm. uh, but mostly uh, we use another platforms. Mm -hmm. Like okay. uh, we used Google before and now we are using Teams. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, they each work. But for sometimes people, you know, like using Teams is easier because uh, then we can create an event, uh, we can we can publish this event, uh, having this team link, uh, it can in integrate with your calendar and so on and so forth. So mm -hmm. it's always uh, always a kind of decision. Yeah. You know, what to use. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think one of the great things about uh, Discord is that you have a mobile app for smartphones, you have a desktop app, you have it on uh, on the web browser if you want. And uh, maybe this is a good time to, to give you an impression. And uh, by the way, we can talk about the topics. So what are the topics and, and how are they organized? Yeah. yeah, so wait a minute, I, I will share my screen so we, uh, at least the people who watch this episode can, can see it, but we will also talk about the topics, so uh, don't worry if you don't see it. Uh, wait a minute. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my son is always very surprised that I use Discord and wonders <laughs> what games I play and wonders what kind of game MBSE is, strange games. Uh, so... Here's Discord, so I'm not a Discord expert, I must admit. Uh, so here you should see it now. Um, mm -hmm. And on the left side, you see the, the channels and there are tons of channels. So mm -hmm. that's the, the top of the channel list. Um, so yeah. Joel, maybe you can guide us through the list. Yeah, sure. So as you can see, everything that you can see with a hashtag is a channel. So there is a general discussion, as you can see on the right side, uh, team is in the lab channel that we are using for testing purposes for bots, whatever. Um, and then you can see that I sent a message. So channels can be, can be kind of organized into topics. So like uh, various channels could belong to a, a topic. So like the first topic is main channel. That's, that's the name or main channels. Where we have like, uh, we, this is where we welcome people. This is where you can network. Uh, so mostly we are sharing our LinkedIn um, uh, link. So others can connect to us. There are some kind of general discussions. If there is a, an event like this one, uh, we will share it on, in, the, in the events. Uh, there are sometimes promotions and we are making some fun 
are as well. So those are basically the main channels. Mm -hmm. uh, we have another topic that's called jobs. Here you can see uh, job descriptions in the States or European Union or, or even outside from the States and mm -hmm. European Union. And if you are also looking for a job, uh, there is a place for it. So feel free to uh, just write a message and we will, we will find you something, that's for sure. Then uh, we have uh, another channel. Uh, which is general, so this is like a, basically every kind of general discussion, beginners, certificate preparation, and so on and so forth. We have uh, a, a topic called cross-cutting. Uh, those are the kind of cross-cutting cross things uh, that we have in systems engineering, like Agile. So like Agile, you can use through the whole life cycle of the product or cyber security, which is, you know, it's like very general, happens all the time, everywhere digital engineering framework or safety and standards, they basically kind of cross-cutting. They don't belong to, you know, one or other topic. So this is why they were together. And we have life cycles. So life cycles about life cycle management. So you start, of course, with a need and you end up with a decommission. And in between the need and the decommissions, you have different steps. Uh, and here we have like, you know, business analysis, needs and capabilities, requirements, verification, validation. So all those, all those things that are somehow related to the life cycles. And we have, of mm -hmm. course, modeling that everyone loves. And then we have, <laughs> we have uh, general model-based systems and general discussion, um, uh, building information modeling or physical modeling, simulation, CSML, CSML tool. Mm -hmm. Just mm -hmm. for you. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we have UML and CSML as well. So if you have any kind of questions regarding the UML, CSML, and basic modeling and simulation, we have the guys here. So they mm -hmm. very fast. Methodology. Yeah, methodology is very interesting. We are also a little bit like cross-cutting concepts. Still, we can categorize, you know, things they are, which are, can play with this methodology like uh, Arcadia or Magic Grid or Harmony even. Um, so those are the, the methodology. If you are interested in a methodology, if you want to implement it, then this is this is the place you should look for. Then we have theory. Theory is, I think, very important. This is the cornerstone of systems engineering. So they have like definitions, history, theory. You can find very interesting things from the past that we dig up and share with others. And of course, we have tooling. So it's very hard to do engineering without tooling nowadays. We are not using papers anymore. So therefore, we are using modeling tools. And basically, from Cameo, Capella, Enterprise Architect, and even open source solutions like Populous or Gaffor, uh, we have we have all those all those different channels. Very interesting. I'd like to mention Gaffor. Gaffor is an open source product, and we have the developers here. So if you are interested in, in Gaffor and uh, you'd like to help the guys, you can just write there and they will um, create you whatever feature you need, probably in a reasonable time. <laughs> they are really eager to have uh, feedback. So we have literature, very important. So uh, PubPub then uh, publishes a book or would like to publish a book. This is where we create a channel for it. Uh, for example, there is a book called Agile uh, uh, Model-Based Systems Engineering uh, or, um, um, or others. And uh, then we can discuss about the books. Or if there is an update of the book, uh, then uh, you can join. Uh, you can get a, a free copy. And uh, then you can provide the feedback 
and they will, you know, make the changes uh, if if they think it's it's fit. So there is a very active communication in between the community and uh, and the publishing company. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have uh, industry. So those categories are for the different industries: aerospace, government space, and infrastructure. Uh, and information technology or medical or military. Military is the new thing that we added lately. Uh, we realized that there are some people who are working for the military and uh, we, we already could, could help with some good ideas, I hope so. Uh, and we mm-hmm. have this uh, miscellaneous thing that is just a lab currently, which is like a, everything, everything else that we will use uh, to kind of uh, improve improve uh, um, the, the server. So this is how it's categorized. So as you can see, we have so many channels, we have so many topics and uh, yeah. huge amount of discussions everywhere. Wow. Yeah, it's an uh, impressive long list of channels and topics. Um, yeah, so um, can anyone in the community create a new topic, by the way? Or uh, is it your, your job? Yeah, uh, they can request it. And mm-hmm. uh, we will check whether whether the request fits either an existing channel, or then we will create a new one. And then, of course, we need to find which topic it belongs, because sometimes it's not so easy to categorize. So you can categorize mm-hmm. you know, different base things, so which which categorization should we use? And it's, sometimes it's, it's not so easy. But yeah, definitely, that's, that's what we are doing. Okay. Um, and how many people are in this community right now? Yeah, we have now more than 700 people. So oh, after one year. <laughs> in one year, yeah. Uh, a year ago when we started, we had, I think, like 10. At the beginning, we had like 10 people. <laughs> and then we had like, oh, well, Maybe it will work. We will see. And then we have we had like you know fifty people, and then we have a hundred people. It was like oh, that's that's so much. And then <laughs> it kind of skyrocketed, you know, like because the way we uh, we work. So the way you can join uh, Discord is by having a link, mm-hmm. uh, which is shared by one of the members of the community. So we are kind of you know, knowing each other, sending invitations mm-hmm. to each other, the, to the people who we know. And of course, the more people we have, the more invitation links will be sent. And so that, that way the community will grow faster. Mm-hmm. We also have a question here in the live chat. Uh, yeah. Somebody requested an invite and we will provide a link in the video description, the one that is there right now in this minute um is already expired and uh, we will add a new one after this episode okay so well several hundred people is that's an impressive number after one year um if i look in um on the platform like linkedin there are many groups there too and they sometimes they have more than a thousand people in there um, but they are not so active, and that's I think that's the main interesting point about your community. How do you get so many people involved that they are active? So they are not only just on the list and passive, but they are active. And but it seems that it's a twenty-four-seven <laughs> running community. I, I said a 
question and immediately I get a discussion back, not a single answer. It always starts with a big and very interesting discussion. So how does it work? What's, what's, uh, what's different you know, to uh, compared to LinkedIn or other communities? Yeah, thank you, Tim. That's, that's a really great question. And I was actually asking this myself as well. So how we became so active? Because that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the whole, uh, that's, the, the, that's the biggest value of this community. This kind of, you can ask whatever you want and you will get mm-hmm. an answer in a, maybe in a couple of minutes and maybe mm-hmm. not just an answer, but a couple of them. So yeah, very often you get a, not only just an answer, you, you get a discussion. No, it kicks yeah. off a discussion. Then someone answers and says, no, I have a different opinion. And, and, and it's a very good discussion. So and it's, wow, it's, I learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, because some people are provoking with questions so that we need to answer those questions. Uh, really, I think it, it goes down to, to that we are so very diverse. So we are a very diverse mm-hmm. community in uh, in various ways. Uh, we have people who just started their career. We have people who are already retired and they are happy to share their knowledge. And the guys mm-hmm. who just started their career, they're happy to ask questions. And then we have people from so many countries. So I, I don't really want to list it, but I think we are basically from each every existing country or probably most of for most of the countries that exist so north from europe from the states uh from australia from africa uh, yeah of course africa is not mm-hmm. a country but yeah it's a continent but so basically from every every really every continent from most of the countries uh so we are someone is is awake you know because because of this always and uh, i think mm-hmm. we build build a community then they're uh, asking questions and answering questions is uh, is something that something that, that that's a value so we value that kind of communication and mm-hmm. the way people work that if i see someone who is who is brave enough because that I think that kind requires some kind of bravery to ask a question, you know, and mm-hmm. then I see others that, yeah, they are throwing in their ideas and maybe the idea is good. Maybe it's great. Maybe it's not so great, but that's, that's okay because then we can discuss. Mm-hmm. So as, as engineers, we are, uh, problems solvers. So then, mm-hmm. when an engineer mm-hmm. sees a problem, he wants to solve it no matter what. And I think this kind of mentality that feel free to ask questions, there are no stupid questions. So mm-hmm. just really feel free to ask. And then we are here to help you, either guide you or show you, you know, maybe guide you to some documents or some papers mm-hmm. or some books or some trainings or connect you with another guy who we just read about that he had, I think you two guys have the similar problem or maybe the same, very similar, or maybe the same problem. And then we can connect you together. That mm-hmm. see, this guy was talking like, you know, uh, two days ago about this problem. So maybe you guys, you should talk. And it happens so many times that, you know, someone comes with, up with, them, with a question or an idea and uh, 
I sometimes, you know, just uh, write him on either a private message if, if, the, if the question seems so, you know, that maybe maybe he doesn't want to discuss it really much in the, in the mm. public or, um, you know, and then, you know, I sometimes just write him a private message. Okay, we want to discuss it. And yeah, okay, let's let's just discuss it and uh, and have a video chat or something. Mm -hmm. and, and I talk with so many people that way, mm -hmm. and I know that other people did, does it like that way. So we are like very open, we are very communicative. You can free to ask questions. We will answer them all. Mm -hmm. How do you manage to to follow all these topics? It seems that you are everywhere. So. <laughs> Uh, and hey, you make these cross connections between the people. That's that's great. Uh, but well, if, if I join the Discord server after a day or two days again, then uh, see so you have hundred new messages and say, oh, where to start? So uh, how how do you handle that? Yeah, of course I'm not reading all the all the messages. That that that's, <laughs> that doesn't work really because of the as 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 you thought about the, because of the huge amount of discussion going on. Mm -hmm. uh, I have some topics that are probably either interesting for me because I am working in that kind of environment, like cybersecurity, for mm -hmm. example. Uh, there are topics which which I don't follow, to be honest. There are topics I follow, and then I I sometimes ask questions or <laughs> answer. And there are other topics which uh, I, I, to be honest, don't, doesn't follow. But some others do. So I think this is this is. Uh, a great value proposition of, of this whole server. But you have so many channels, you have so many topics, you have so many channels, we have so many views, we have so mm -hmm. many things to discuss. And if you want to jump in, jump in the discussion and yeah, and ask questions and try to answer. And maybe maybe you see a point of view that you were never thinking about. Mm -hmm. And that might change the way you are seeing things, some problems. And that can help you, of course, in your everyday work. Absolutely. Mm. So this, this is how I do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, but talking about discussions, so what are the hot topics in the last days? Oh, <laughs> we have <laughs> we have some very interesting topics. I think the one of the one of the, one of the interesting one was, uh, of course, uh, cybersecurity. We had some great discussions about cybersecurity. I think this will be kind of next big thing especially that the new ISO standards are coming out for, uh, you know, cars and everything. So mm -hmm. cybersecurity is, is, I think, a big topic. Interestingly, we had some discussions in our, in our military channel. Uh, we have some members mm -hmm. who are a uh, member of um, various military organizations. And so, so they are having some questions and we try to provide them uh, some kind of views or ideas or uh, or similar things of course requirements uh, are also um, a great topic because this requirement is really very 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 important we always fight with requirements needs and requirements verification validation this oh this is always 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 topic for our, for our systems engineer i think uh we also talk sometimes about uh introduction model-based systems engineering uh, for uh, in, a, in a small organization for a small company because everyone thinks that yeah systems engineering is like yeah of course it's a, it's a huge topic but you can introduce it uh, for a small company 
Uh, there are even standards for that, which are helping you in that. So yeah, you can do that. You can do modeling. You can do requirements analysis. Probably not on a level when you have like you know 100 or 200 uh, systems engineers. If you're just like two or three, you need to somehow somewhere you know like cut corners or something. Still, you can do that. And many of us working for like smaller companies, and we are very happy to share our uh, knowledge and experience and the problems we faced mm-hmm. in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so well, um, there's a lot of content uh, on your server, um, so it would be a good to to write a book about the the content of the community. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes I, I use your channels to to look something up because I remember ah there was a discussion about it and there was a cool link on this one and that one and uh, that guy mentioned the 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 standard and, and so forth so. Uh, but, but there are so many messages, so sometimes you get lost. And, um, so, well, maybe you should write a book <laughs> about it. Uh, yeah. Is this part of your plans for the future, or what are the plans for the future? Oh, of course, we have so many plans. We always have so <laughs> many plans. Um, last year, we had uh, a couple of presentations by the members. So I think that was, that was really great. Uh, we had some really great topics. So. Here, I'd like really to thank everyone uh, who who was very brave and created the presentation for us and showed what what they're working on. And I'm really, really, very glad for that. Thank you, guys, really. So this year, we also like to have some kind of some presentations. That's one topic. I probably, I myself would like to make some presentations. So I'm right now, like ask everyone, who has some kind of topic who like to discuss or uh, present to us, uh, especially if it's a very interesting domain or an interesting topic, we are very glad to hear it and give feedback. And yeah, thank you. So uh, we had a very interesting conversation. So some people started to create, uh, you know, some kind of uh, physical meetings. So not just meeting in an, in an mm-hmm. online world, but to you know, just sit down, have a beer or whatever they drink, a tea, and uh, have a have a have a discussion in a re- on a, in a real life. And for that, we we are actually right now developing a bot that is that will help you to kind of make these connections. If, if you want to create an event, mm-hmm. a physical event for systems engineering, then um, you could um, just query it. Okay, guys, who is in Berlin, for example, or I don't know. Paris or whatever, and then then you will get a list of those guys, and then you can you know invite them to a party basically. So this is something we're working on. Mm-hmm. We, we would also like to create a hackathon, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, still in progress. We are discussing it. Uh, the idea is because we are so very you know everywhere from the world. So like having. Um, probably a week of time span. Uh, on the beginning of the week, come up with some tasks. Yeah, guys, design a system, maybe using SysML2, for example. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and you have the whole week as a team of, you know, three, four people, just make a design. And at the end of the week, make a presentation. How did you solve the problems that mm-hmm. we kind of throw at you? 
and uh, so this is this is basically the idea on high level and yeah we are you know discussing really the details that how to be fair and to do those things so in, if you'd like to um, participate in that as a, as a kind of um, uh, who, is, who is supporting us or as a Christian uh, I'm, I'm, I would be very glad if you could join into this venture <laughs> Yeah, sounds sounds reasonable. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I really could imagine that. So, especially with uh, SysML two with a textual notation, you can easily share and and uh, branch and merge it via a Git repository, and then you can collaborate. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think the whole the goal of a hackathon is not really to win it. Yeah, of course, it will be competitive. That's <laughs> I am pretty sure of that, but I think the goal is to kind of uh, doing something that we are not used to do. So like, you know, most of the people maybe didn't even check CSML2, for example. So like really stepping out from this everyday work, we use Cameo or whatever tool we are using and the priority tech doesn't really matter. Uh, just to just step out from this comfort zone and try out something and you know something that we are not doing and mm -hmm. see see how far we can get mm -hmm. so that's, that's basically the the whole idea okay cool so, sounds really cool so would love to be part of it yeah <laughs> yeah uh, any other events uh non-physical maybe yes um we have a weekly event, so every Friday uh, from 3 p.m. to 5, 6 p.m. Central European time, uh, we, have an, uh, we have an event. Uh, this is an open open discussion event. It's very similar to the Incozy's cafes. Just people can join and we can very like openly discuss, so like without any kind of script or force topic or anything, you can just throw in some some interesting things that we, you know, uh, faced that actual week, mm -hmm. or or a, or a topic that was discussed on Discord, for example, uh, and then then we start an open-ended discussion and, and see who thinks what. Mm -hmm. So, so this is how many this is people event. usually join uh, this weekly event. Like, depends on, uh, but mm -hmm. six. Six eight people are drawn, so it's like very similar to an, an average uh, in cozy cafe event. I think. Yeah, cool. So if okay. anyone would like to join, uh, we always host a, um, an event. <laughs> you are really welcome, and let's have a let's have a chat. Yeah, so we are almost at the end. Um, let's close the loop and coming back to the beginning of our episode where you introduced yourself and you mentioned that you use MBSE uh, in your daily job. Uh, you build something like a microservice-based system. So can you tell us a little bit about that? How you use MBSE then and what actually is it? Yes, so uh, I'm working for a certificate authority and so we are um, developing um, a new software. Basically, we are doing it for, for like three years, so it's not that very new now. 
Uh, and uh, when the project started, uh, we had a team uh, from a Hungarian university and they started introducing uh, model-based um, systems engineering or software engineering using CSML. And we kind of took it over from them. And then we you know, started to learn how to use modeling tools to support the work of the developers. So this is how we started. We basically didn't know that it actually has a name. So there is something like you know, system, systems engineering. Of course, the SysML, the name kind of, you know, um, yeah, made sense, but uh, but we didn't know about life cycles and the VE uh, um, model and, you know, anything like this. So we just basically started modeling and using SysML. Uh, we had some experience in UML, but we never used it uh, for a project of, of that size, to be honest. So, so we started modeling. The more we know, the more questions we had. And so then, mm -hmm. then we realized that, okay, there is a whole, you know, a whole discipline called systems engineering. And then, because, you know, we are a small company, we started introducing things, you know, like step by step, uh, how to do, we had problems like how to do it in an agile way, how to do iterations, how to model in iterations, how to hand it over or the, to the developers so that they can uh, use this model for, you know, coding. And then we learned how to create model validators. Uh, what I say, I commonly call it model validators. It's probably not validators, but whatever. Uh, but then you know we started to kind of understand what actually modeling is and and what's the difference between modeling and drawing. And we are now. I'm proud to see say that we are using modeling, and we are thinking in models. And of course, that brought in you know everything like a system thinking, for example. So we started applying system thinking, like consciously, that like, you know, engineers use system thinking without knowing. Mm -hmm. Now we started to use it like, like this way. And uh, model-based systems engineering really helped us in um, having um, consistent understanding of what the software is actually doing. Uh, because for, you know, if you have a software that was developed without a model, you don't know actually what, what is what it is doing, what the purpose was, not the implementation, but what the purpose was. By having a model, it's by working on a higher abstraction level, it is so much easier to reason about, for example, a change, see the impact of the change. You can mm -hmm. trace your requirements. And uh, this is very important for us uh, because, uh, you know, we are working in, a, in an audited environment. So like every, every product is audited. We had to comply lots of standards. Uh, because without that, the whole company couldn't work at all. So mm -hmm. for us, systems engineering absolutely made sense. And uh, we really enjoy it because it, it is a really huge value. Uh, so if there is a there are, such, there are software engineers out there, I, I really recommend to start modeling, start understanding uh, what modeling is, and then step by step, start to implement you know, systems engineering in your daily because it's really, it's really a great value. It can create a really mm -hmm. yeah. The people I know from the university in Hungary, they are, they do real, real modeling. So they, for them, diagrams are only syntactic sugar on the top. So they're, <laughs> they're real modeling guys. Um, and um, do you know the people from Ink Query? 
Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I know them. Uh, I mean, I even wrote my thesis uh, uh, <laughs> in connection to, to Viatra, which is a modern transformation language, which is now part of, of Eclipse. And Viatra, uh, as a modern transformation uh, oh, library, is is used by you know by, by lots of companies. <laughs> so yeah, I had this connection. You know, I made a little bit a little detour, and then I am back to modeling finally. <laughs> So, yeah, great. Yeah, we also had an episode with them uh, also a year ago or so, around about. Um, yeah, yes. We will link All right, that. so, uh, wow, already 45 minutes. Um, so let's close it. Um, thank you very much, Jolt, for being here, for being our guest. Very interesting. Um, and I can definitely recommend everyone to join the Discord community there. That's really quite interesting. A lot of stuff and a lot of experts there. Um, yeah, so what's next? Uh, next topic? Well, it's um, we will or we plan um, an episode uh, MBSE around the world, uh, this time in France uh, in April. And it's not 100% sure yet, but we also planning an episode, uh, of course, about Sysmal V2 because, well, the Sysmal V2 final submission was sent to the OMG this week uh, on Monday. And um, end of March is the OMG technical meeting in Reston. And hopefully uh, the Sysmal V2 submission will then be adapted. And well, then it's there. Well, it's not finally published, but it's, uh, then it starts with the finalization task. So anyhow, this will be chosen an interesting topic uh, next month, and we plan an episode about that uh, too. And Christian and I, we, we will be there in Reston, and well, we definitely find the right guys for, for this episode. <laughs> yeah, but we have no dates yet, so um, we'll stay tuned on our channels. And then, well, as usual, do not forget. Trust us, we are systems engineers. Bye-bye. <laughs>